You are listening to the new Mutual Audio Network. Welcome home. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance. everyone i'm jack ward and this is the world's longest running and largest showcase of modern audio drama the sonic society bringing you all things audio drama in the 21st century right here with david alt yes good morning jack and all my co-host is hinting at the temporal treasure of karen heimdall's two-season series y2k where we have time to feature the first four episodes in the series, Olivia launches Y2K podcast and plays the first two voicemails from Kat and Jess in the year 2000. You can hear me in the second series, but I won't awesome. tell you that right here. But our feature begins right here. On the Sonic Society, of course, you can hear David Alt in every series. <laughs> Just listen long enough. Yes. <laughs> I'm Olivia, and this is the Y2K podcast. I'm I'm a little nervous. I've never done anything like this before, so so a few days ago, I managed to get my mum's old laptop working. I was hoping to find baby pictures of me. There's hardly any, and I was just well curious. I rummaged around this really old black and white, dodgy-looking interface and found absolutely no baby pictures. No pictures at all, actually. But I did find something else. These old audio files, dozens of them, all labelled with dates from January 2000 onwards. It seems to be a conversation in voicemails between my mum and a friend of hers. And I've only listened to a couple of them, but they seem interesting somehow. Though it's weird to hear mum so young... I'll be 20 this year, and she would have been around 25 when this was recorded, I think. So, almost the same age. Cool, but again, really weird. Right, I- I'm rambling. Um, so, anyway, I thought this would make a interesting podcast. So, here are the first two messages. Hi, Kat. I'm here, and so jet-lagged. New Zealand sure is a long way away. Sorry about the whispering. I'm at the library computer as I'm still staying in the hostel. Been calling ads for rooms to rent, and I think I have a few good leads. (laughs) Right. The librarian is out of earshot, so I can talk a little louder. Where was I? Yeah, housing. Auckland is... Beautiful. It's summer here and still warm. Flowers everywhere. Really messes with your mind after London winter. One thing I really didn't grasp before I got here was how incredibly hilly Auckland is. 
On the map, the hostel and the university seem really close together, but in reality there is an incredibly steep hill between them. <laughs> Downhill in the morning, thankfully. I couldn't have coped with the other way around. Anyways, I guess that'll be an important factor in deciding where to live, whether it's uphill or downhill from school. Though, uh, <laughs> come to think of it, I guess I'm not going to be able to afford walking distance, so uh, maybe it doesn't matter. I haven't quite figured out the buses yet, but they seem fairly straightforward. The flight was very long, but uneventful. I got a little sleep on the first leg, but on the flight to Auckland I got seated right behind the smoking seats, and it was torture. I thought they banned smoking on airplanes. Ugh. Sorry. I know you're a smoker, but you are a considerate smoker. <laughs> Remember that time? This is a library, you know. Sorry. Almost done. Let me know how you're doing. What are you auditioning for? Any luck with a day job hunting? And are Sharon and Emma pestering you to let some annoying person have my room? Let me know. Love you. Bye. Hello, Jess? <sighs> Great to hear your voice. Feels like you are much closer than the other end of the world. London is grey. Or at least, wood green is grey. I miss you. Emma and Sheeran are great, but they're not you. And I miss working with you. Even that awful Cinderella disaster. I mean, that lovely panto that we did at Christmas. I've been auditioning for everything I can find, but it's always the same, you know? They always want pitch-perfect RP or some really specific British regional accent. I just can't do. That was supposed to be Scouse, by the way. See? I suck! Or else it's two lines unpaid in something and... 300 girls auditioning. Anyway, I just want to run home to Trollhättan and bury myself in my old bedroom at my mother's house and eat cheese. Sorry to be so depressing. I did find a bartending job though. You know it's not my favorite thing, but at least it pays the bills and I really, really need that. The only thing is, um, it'll mean working for Lee. You know, microwave tuna Lee. <laughs> Stop laughing. He's okay. Really. Hey, he gave me a job, so I have to think he's okay, right? It's five nights a week and the pay is okay. I start tomorrow. Also, I've been thinking about Jono since New Year's. You know we had that drunken kiss at midnight and it just 
hit me, you know? Definite spark. Or maybe I'm just so starved in that department that anything will get me going. We will see. Okay, uh, what else? Emma and Shirin have called a flatmates meeting tomorrow. So I guess I'll find out then who they have lined up to move in. I know, I know, I'm supposed to have a say, but Shirin's nan does own the flat. I'm just not as good as standing up to them without you. They're off to the pub in a bit, but I said no, I'm just too... something. Not depressed, just down, you know? I'm just gonna sit here and be depressed, I guess. Uh, hang on. You would tell me to go to the pub. In fact, you would drag me there yourself and cheer me up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Stop pestering me. I will follow your silent advice. Wait, be right back. Sheeran, Emma, are you still here? We're in my room. Don't leave without me, okay? All right, but we better get a move on. We're almost ready. Okay. Right. Sorry, Jess. Let me know how everything goes. What's uni like? Did it start already? Are you meeting any nice people? I miss you. Bye. Right, so that's it for today. I hope you enjoyed it. I rather like hearing their voices from 20 years ago, before I was even born. Anyway, I'll put these out weekly for as long as it's fun, I suppose. There are a lot of these files. I haven't counted them, but I think they go until at least December. So, listeners of which I as of yet have none, <laughs> did any of you know my mum or a friend around the year 2000? Do you know anything about the other people they mention? I'd like to get more of the story around these voicemails. Please email me at y2kpod at gmail.com or find me on Twitter and Instagram at y2kpod and that's the number two. Our wonderful music is created and recorded by Jake Hawes. Check out his podcast, Making Music with Jake Hawes, to hear more. I'll, I guess I'll put a link to that somewhere. I'm still figuring out this podcasting thing. Right. Thank you for listening, and welcome back next week when we return to the year 2000. <sighs> Too cheesy? Mm, maybe. Uh, they might wonder why I don't just ask my mum, but... Oh, they can wonder. <sighs> Hang on. That light's still on.
name's Olivia, and this is the Y2K podcast. Welcome to the year 2000. Yeah. Eh. That's rather cheerful, isn't it? Just trying to figure out how to open the podcast. Got any ideas? Answers on a postcard. Hang on. Why do people say that? I think my parents say it, so... I suppose it's some old reference, left of those. Anyway, email me if you have any tips. I really do not know what I'm doing. <laughs> so, to recap, I found a bunch of files on my mum's old laptop. It's 20-year-old voicemails between my mum and a friend of hers, and I'm turning them into a podcast. And I'm calling it Y2K because that's short for the year 2000, when the voicemails were recorded. Yeah, but you probably got that. So, I'm back at uni now, and just had a sedimentology lecture. And it was alright, I guess, but I was just so tired and unfocused that I couldn't really grasp what they were saying. Like, the information just didn't reach my brain. <sighs> Sorry. So, last week, Jess had just arrived in Auckland and was whispering in a library while Kat was feeding Blue back in London. And here is the second round of audio files from January 2000. They seem to be in completely opposite moods here. Jess, oh, I wish I could talk to you directly right now. Oh, it feels so great. I am living la vida loca over here. So, Jono came to the pub Tuesday night and he was, he was really cool. It was pretty quiet at the start of the night, and he just ordered a pint and sat there and talked to me when I wasn't busy, and he's really smart, you know? I never realized that. We talked about books and politics and theater. Of course, we talked about theater and music. He's like this huge music nerd and listens to all sorts of stuff I never even heard of. We also ended up talking about TV shows, and of course, I had to check, and he is a Buffy fan. Maybe even more so than I am. And he has the first half of season four on video, and so, of course, I invited myself over to watch it. Clever me, huh? <laughs> so, last night, I went to his place, he lives in Chalk Farm and he has his own apartment. Haven't quite figured out how he can afford that. He's a musician. At least I think he is. Yes, he's in that band, you know. Bass player? <laughs> we did not talk about our jobs. Okay, anyway, we did watch Buffy, like two episodes. You know, The Freshman and that one with the horrible roommate. Kathy. Remember how we couldn't stand her? Anyway, Jono and I kind of lost interest in TV somewhere around there, and, well, it was seriously the best sex 
ever. Which is strange, right? But also absolutely amazing. And it wasn't just sex. We talked and got hardly any sleep. I know you've heard things about him, but it can't be right. He's lovely. And it's only been one night. Maybe he doesn't want it to be anything more. Maybe I won't want it to be more. We haven't promised each other anything. So, no worries, okay? Oh, it's him. He wants to see me tonight. There's a gig in Brixton, some band I'd never heard of. But who cares? I have to figure out what to wear. Cross your fingers, there's more amazing sex tonight. <laughs> Love you, bye. Sorry, I mean, let me know what's up with you. Uh, met anyone nice at university? And how is it anyway? It started this week, right? Okay, really, really wish you were here. <sighs> Bye again. Hi, Kat. I'm happy you're so happy. It makes me feel better, too. And, uh, maybe you're right about Jono. Maybe it's all just rumors. But please, be careful. <laughs> Have as much sex as you like, but guard your emotions a little. <laughs> I feel like someone in an Austin novel saying that. Though, of course, Lizzie never told Jane to have as much sex as she liked. <laughs> Maybe she should have, huh? <sighs> Anyways, remember you're in that lust fog now where you feel like you're in love just because the sex is so good? Don't trust that feeling. Wait till the fog lifts and then figure out what you want to do, alright? And of course, congratulations on best sex ever. That's great. <laughs> no, I'm not jealous or bitter, lonely. Oh. My dear, I am so happy for you. I'm just having a hard time. Moving to a new country again, is just exhausting. I did all this when I moved to London five years ago, and it was mostly fun, you know, figuring out where the post office was and what milk to buy and how to get bus passes. I was so happy to be there and so happy to not be in Edmonton that it didn't register as a chore. But now... I'm uh, kind of wondering if I did the right thing coming here. Maybe I didn't think it through properly. I was just so happy to be accepted and get the scholarship and everything, and I was still reeling from the breakup. You know, 
I do want to do this, and I am sure I will learn a lot, but <laughs> it's just so hard. Ugh. Damn. <laughs> I can't cry in the library. <laughs> yep, still in the library. I move into the new place on Friday. It seems good. Um, the new flatmates are Maya and Tia, and they seem nice enough. Just a little standoffish, you know? Like they're happy to share a flat, but don't really want to hang out. Which is fine, of course. Just, um... <sighs> and, uh, on top of that, I've now completed two whole days of the Master of Creative Writing and talk to exactly no one apart from the registration person yesterday. I thought Kiwis were supposed to be friendly, but so far, no. I know, I know. Give it time. It will get easier. And I can't give up after two days. I moved all the way to the other end of the world to do this, after all. Oh, all that ocean between us. That's actually wonderful here in Auckland. The sea is never far away. And some places are so incredibly beautiful, I can hardly believe it. <gasps> Crap, here's the librarian. You do need to keep it down, you know. Sorry, again. I'll be done in a sec. What is that, anyway? Why are you talking to the computer? It's... I just moved here, so my friend and I are doing internet voicemails to keep in touch. Phone calls to England are really... Sorry, it was just... No, I'm sorry, I... <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. I forgot what... Oh, just how clever to do voicemails on the computer. I've never heard of that. Yeah, it's new, I think. Pretty handy. I'm Jess, by the way. Rachel. Good to meet you. So you just moved here? You a student? Yep. Creative writing. Just started, so can't really tell you anything <laughs> about it. <laughs> All right. I won't ask. Yet anyway. Where are you staying? At the hostel down the street right now, but I'm moving into a flat share on Newmarket this Friday. Newmarket's nice. I hope you'll enjoy... Oh, there's someone waiting at the desk. I'd better go. Finish this quickly, right? All right, thanks. Did you catch all that, cat? I actually talked to someone, and they were nice. I'll try to take it as a positive sign. There are nice people here. Maybe not kindred spirits like you, <laughs> and Anne Shirley, and Diana Barry. <laughs> I'm all literary today. Maybe some of the creative writing atmosphere is rubbing off on me after all. <laughs> Not that anyone's mentioned Montgomery yet. Or Austin, for that matter. <laughs> the uh, professors seem quite good, actually. Though lots of work and super fast-paced. We will see. So, my kindred spirit, take care of yourself. And don't jump into anything too fast, right? Sending you hugs across all the oceans. Oceans of hugs? 
Let me know how everything goes with Jono, of course, and everything else. Love you. Right, that's... I'm glad she seemed happier towards the end there. But... Ooh, that sex talk. I do not wish to hear my mum or her friends on that topic ever. It's just... Really odd. I know they're around 25 here, and sex talk in your 20s is to be expected, but still, I do not have to like it. Anyway, I'm still wondering if any of you knew my mum or her friend around the year 2000, or maybe you know anything about the other people they hang out with. I'd love to get more of the story around these voicemails. Please email me at y2kpod at gmail.com, find me on Twitter or Instagram at y2kpod, and that is the number two. Our wonderful music is created and recorded by Jake Hawes. Check out his podcast, Making Music with Jake Hawes, to hear more. I'm doing episode descriptions now, so the link will be down there. Um, This is Olivia, signing off. Thank you for listening, and welcome back next week when we return to the year 2000. Ta-da! This is Olivia and the Y2K Podcast. Once again, I welcome you to the year 2000, but not quite yet. <laughs> Today, I spent all day outdoors and it was really cold, but so, so beautiful. Most of you probably wouldn't enjoy looking at rocks for a whole day outdoors in January in England, but it really is my idea of bliss. Anyway, happy you're coming with me on this peculiar trip into the past. Last week, Kat was all aglow with lust and excitement, and Jess was stressed out and, well, met a librarian. And we're now at the point where I haven't listened to the voicemails in advance. I thought it would be cool if I listened along with you. So, I have no idea what they're going to talk about this week. Exciting, right? Let's do it. Hi there, cat. So, uh, I uh, got a text from Claire saying she's moving into my old room on Saturday. It's fine. I'm fine. I guess she just wanted me to hear it from her, which is nice of her. But I would have really preferred hearing it from you. I know, I know, you have a lot on your mind right now, walking on cloud nine and all that. But, you know, it hurts. Damn. Claire and I spent a lot of time in that room when we were together, and it's, uh, 
painful to think of her in there with her new girlfriend. Rose. She's Rose. And not all that new anymore. <sighs> and to think of them hanging out with all of you. Also, it's like Sharon and Emma have picked sides now. I thought they were more my friends than Claire's, and I talked so much to them. Especially Sharon after the breakup. Not as much as I talked to you, but, you know. And of course, I get that you were steamrolled into this. And it's not your fault. I just, I just wish you told me. Just, um, wish. Yes? Hey, Jess. I'm out of milk. Can I take some of yours? Sure, go ahead. Hold on. Are you alright? Yes. No, you're not. What happened? <laughs> you don't want to hear my troubles. I'm fine. Or I will be. Sure, I want to hear your troubles. We don't really know each other yet, but I can't let you be this miserable all on your own. Right. Thanks. It's, um... I just found out that my ex is moving into my old flat chair. Into my room. I lived there for almost four years, and we spent a lot of time there together, and I... It's just hard. It hurts. Oh, I'm so sorry. That's really rough. Cry if you need to. Was it recent? The breakup, I mean. Um, four months ago? Mm, so it's still quite fresh then, and raw. Did he treat you okay? She, Claire. Oh. Yes. And no. <sighs> She was pretty decent about the actual breaking up with me. As decent as you can be, I guess. But we were supposed to be exclusive, and I found out later she'd been cheating on me for at least a year. With Rose, who became Claire's new girlfriend three days after she broke up with me. So that was fun. That's horrible. And now she's moving into your old flat? Yep, with my old flatmates. It... It feels like they're choosing sides. Betraying me. <laughs> Re replacing me. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> but they're not replacing you, you know. If they are your friends, they will stay your friends. Even if they are friends with Claire, too. I know. You're right. And you know, they say it takes at least a year to fully recover from a breakup, so maybe give yourself some time. Yeah. Thanks for listening, Maya.
Anytime. Hey, Maya. How come you ended up in Auckland? You're American, right? I am. Lived here since I was 15, so... Almost an honorary Kiwi at this point. <laughs> My parents moved here for work. My mom has relatives here. You gonna be alright? I will be. Good. And, hey, Jeff? Yeah? I'm glad you're our new flatmate. Also, I guess Tia and I can stop pretending we sleep in separate rooms now. Why? Oh, right. Yes, you can definitely do that. <laughs> Why would you pretend you weren't a couple? Homophobes. Oh, of course. Sorry. They're everywhere. And we really needed a new flatmate to make rent and soon. So we decided to keep it quiet so we could suss you out a little. Sorry. <laughs> Didn't mean to flaunt my happy couplehood in the middle of your ex-crisis. That's okay. Gives me hope, I guess. <laughs> That there are happy couples out there? Okay. Good. I'm gonna text Tia to let her know that we are officially outed. You sure you're gonna be alright? Yes. Thanks. <laughs> Don't forget your milk. Thanks, Jess. Hi again, Kat. <laughs> I seem to keep recording conversations with people for you. I, um, I feel better now. And I feel petty. I know you and Sharon and Emma can be friends with Claire and me. It's just... She hurt me so much, and I guess I want her to be punished. And being denied your friendship would be a real punishment. Anyways, I'm rambling. As you could tell, I'm in the flat now, and, uh... I guess I just figured out why Maya and Tia were a little standoffish. <laughs> oh, Maya is so kind. This will be a good place to live. School is still a real challenge, both socially and uh, increasingly academically. There are so many books to read. <laughs> so many writing assignments. But at least I'm not bored. So, uh, tell me what's up with you. Still on cloud nine? I miss you. And I love you. Sorry for being a petty grump. Sending oceans of hugs. Oh, Jess. I am so sorry. I forgot. I can't believe I forgot. I'm an idiot. Bad friend. Shit. I just feel horrible. I really tried to persuade Emma and Sheeran to pick someone else, but majority vote? I know. Claire treated you like shit, and I won't be her friend. I promise. I will punish her with my non-friendship. So there. <laughs> and you are not a petty grump. You are right. I should have told you. I meant to.
But then this thing with John all happened, and everything else just flew out of my mind, I guess. <laughs> I broke the friendship code. Sorry, 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 sorry. Shit. Hang on. Smoking calms me down, you know? Jono doesn't like it. He says... Sorry, never mind what he says. Your new flatmate seems really nice. I'm glad you moved in and that you have started to make yourself at home. I'm a little worried about your workload, though. Remember final production? drama school when it got to be too much and you were just frantic and then you kept having panic attacks do not let it go that far ever again please okay maybe I should recruit that nice flatmate of yours to keep an eye on you huh don't think I won't If there are no interesting people at uni, maybe you should go back and talk to that librarian. Hmm? She seemed nice. I miss you. I love you. And oceans of hugs. That's perfect. Right. That was pretty emotional. You know, I thought there would be only my mum and her friend on these files, but other people seem to creep in as well. I haven't decided yet if I like that or not. Um, I'll let you know. Anyway, I've got some emails, so I know at least four people are listening. <laughs> and they were all about the same thing, which of the two friends is my mum? A very reasonable question, really, but I won't tell you. Sorry about that. I'm not using last names anywhere, and I want to respect my family's privacy. I guess there could come a time when something in the recordings reveals some details, but I will deal with that when that comes. So you can speculate all you like, but I will say nothing. I will just call them cat and Jess. However, I would still be interested to hear from you if you knew them around the year 2000, or maybe if you know anything about the people around them. Please email me at y2kpod at gmail.com. Find me on Twitter or Instagram at y2kpod, and that's the number two. You can also check out our website at y2kpod.com, and we now have a website! Very exciting! Our beautiful music is created and recorded by Jake Hawes. Check out his podcast, Making Music with Jake Hawes, to hear more. The link is in the episode description. I'm Olivia, thank you for listening, and welcome back next week when we return to the year 2000.
everyone, I'm Olivia, and you are listening to the Y2K podcast. Welcome to the year 2000. Wait, maybe I should move that phrase to the end of this century thingy-magoob. Uh, yes, I'll try that. <clears throat> so, what's up at my end? I'm taking genetics this term, which is fascinating. I look at my parents, my grandparents, and at myself and think about what's genes and what is learned behaviour. It's especially interesting for me, as I'm only biologically linked with some of my family, yet I feel I have many similarities with all of them. In class, we're mostly studying genetic variation and not really hereditary, though. Anyway, are you ready for this week's voicemails from the past? Last week, Jess was freaking out over her ex moving into her old room, and Kat apologised for not telling her. Alright, welcome to the year 2000. Hi Kat, thanks. And you don't need to withhold your friendship from Claire, even though I really appreciate the offer. You're going to be flatmates from uh, tomorrow, I think, so you need to get on. But, you know... You don't have to become best friends or anything, right? <laughs> Anyways, I miss you. Maya and Tia are great, and Tia lured me off to Pilates the other day, which was great. Right, two greats in a row. They are great. <sighs> I'm just not feeling so, um, great, I guess. <laughs> I drag myself to class and back and do the mountains of assignments. So far, uh, it's not really that exciting, but I think it will get really interesting down the line. But I don't have energy for much else. I thought I was mostly over Claire, but this has brought back all the old feelings again, and I, uh... I, uh... It hurts. <laughs> so much. I don't want her back, but how can it still hurt so much? How could I have trusted her? For that matter, how can I trust anyone? I can't even trust my own judgment. It's um, becoming very clear to me that I wasn't ready for this. This uh, moving to another country and starting a really challenging degree. <laughs> that I was running away. No, that's not the only truth. I want to do this and I want to immerse myself in creative writing. I want to learn all I can. I like acting, a lot, but it never really felt like me, you know? But writing, I can imagine a whole world and make it come alive. I love that. Right. <laughs> Sorry for being an emotional wreck. I will stick it out. I will make it work, somehow. And yes. I will take care of myself, as should you, my dear. 
And you can tell me all about Jono, you know? I want to know. Right. <laughs> I somehow feel better just talking to you. Oceans and oceans of hugs. Oh, Jess, I'm so sorry you are hurting so much. You know, maybe it would be a good idea to find a therapist just to sort through these feelings. I know you found it helpful before. And yes, I know, expensive and student budget and so on, but you cannot have less money than you did here. Auckland has to be less expensive than London, right? I mean, isn't everywhere? Well, except for places like New York, I guess. So no excuses. Maybe your housemates could help you with where to start looking, okay? At least think about it. And you asked about Jano. <laughs> well, since you asked, it's going very well. He challenges me, and I need that. He doesn't let me get away with anything, and I like it. You know, I tend to call all the shots in relationships. <laughs> yeah, not with him. And he comes up with all these fun things we can do. Like yesterday, he showed up at work. I was on the afternoon shift, so finished at 6, with tickets to the Globe that night. It was some obscure Shakespeare play that I'd never even heard of, but it was amazing to experience the globe properly. I hadn't been yet, as it's a little expensive. <laughs> yeah, that's one thing that's a bit uncomfortable. He keeps treating me. He makes quite a lot of money at his day job. Turns out he's an IT something or other. <laughs> Who knew? Anyway. I, as you know, never have any money. I try to treat him sometimes when we're at less expensive places, but he never seems to realize how even those minor costs create huge holes in my budget. Okay, I know what you're going to say. Talk to him about it. And I kind of have, but maybe I should try again. Hang on. I haven't told you about our talk last week, have I? I, bravely, points for me, brought up the where are we heading conversation. And it went pretty well. We decided we are dating in the American sense, but not exclusively. Not that I can imagine being with someone else at this point. Nor do I understand how we would have time to date anyone, as we spend so much time together. So, there we are. Not quite a relationship, but not just sex either. He's been hurt in relationships before and wants to take it slow, which is fine by me. We are in, Kat, Emma, anyone there? Hello, Claire. <laughs> wow, that's a lot of stuff. Yeah, could you uh, give me a hand? Rose went downstairs to get the rest. Sure. Um, I, I just have something to finish up. Uh, I'll be right there. Ta.
sorry, Jess. I thought she wasn't moving in till tonight. It will be okay, you know? It's not like I'm here much anyway. I'm mostly at Jono's. So, take care of yourself. Breathe. Get a therapist. And no worries. All will be fine. Okay? Love you. Cat, come help me with this deck. Coming! Oceans, oceans of hugs. Hi again, Cat. That was weird. Actually, hearing Claire move in. Yikes. But also good in a way. It's done. I've heard it. It's happened. Right. Breathe. You're right. I'm going to talk to Maya and see if they know how to get hold of a therapist. And if not, maybe the Student Service Center could help. I, um, uh, I was pretty close to a panic attack yesterday, but managed to breathe through it like that therapist taught me finally here. <sighs> Anyways, I'm glad that Jono makes you happy. Though, uh, this whole dating non-exclusively thing seems a little, um, not you. You've always been a serial monogamist, or, a had casual flings where it's been all about the sex. This seems... different. But, uh, I guess it could be a good thing you're not committing, at least not yet, so you can keep being careful with your emotions. You are being careful, right? <laughs> Please be careful. I don't want you getting hurt. But I guess this could be a good way to have a bit of a trial period before deciding if you want to commit to him. Just make sure he's kind, right? If I learned one thing from the horrible breakup with Claire, it's that you need to be with someone who is kind and respects you. She tried to be kind, but wasn't very good at it. Also, she really didn't respect me. She didn't... I better get this. I think I was rambling anyway. Love you. Bye. Hi. Oh, I wonder who was calling Jess. Hopefully we'll find out next week. Anyway, I'm off to study my genetics notes. We've got a tutorial tomorrow. It's fascinating, but really, really complicated, and I need to make sure I've got a firm grasp of the basics. So, dear listeners, I would still like to hear from you if you knew my mum and her friend around the year 2000, or maybe if you know anything about their friends. Please email me at y2kpod at gmail.com, find me on Twitter or Instagram at y2kpod, that's the number two. You can also check out our website at y2kpod.com. Our tremendous music is created and recorded by Jake Hawes. Check out his podcast, Making Music with Jake Hawes, to hear more.
The link is in the episode description. My name's Olivia, thank you so much for listening, and welcome back next week when we return to the year 2000. And that's this week's show. Check out all our show notes on sonicsociety.org for Y2K. Send us your reviews through your podcast players and your missives through mutualaudio at gmail.com. And until next week, when we head to a new sci-fi apocalyptic series, which we really don't need at the moment, <laughs> just check out the news. Uh, that's true. Can, yeah, I'm David Alt. <laughs> and I'm Jack Ward. Have a wonderful day, everyone. Sonic Society is written and produced weekly by Jack J. Ward and David Alt, with original music by Sharon B. at SharonB.com. All features, interviews, and audio drama shorts are owned completely by their originators and provided to the Sonic Society by Creative Commons Licensing. The Society itself originates from Halifax, Nova Scotia, Canada. Thanks for listening. Jack Ward, and from all of us here at the Mutual Audio Network, we'd like to say thank you for making this our fourth season. With hundreds of original shows, we are the world's largest curated podcast and podcast family collection of audio drama and audio fiction, and it's all because of you. We couldn't be more grateful because it's here at Mutual where we listen and imagine together. Together.